Lance J Radio Network. fascinating topic I watched I watched every minute of the NCAA women's final four and it was it was fantastic watching young destiny and South Carolina carve up UConn like I I loved it like I was standing up in 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 my living room clapping at how great the play was um I love watching women's track and field. When Serena Williams was at her apex, I would stop what I was doing to make sure that I watched every single match of the U.S. Open. That was like my end of the summer ritual. And I'm going to watch Serena light it up in New York City. And and she was she was she was at her peak and, and she was the best player in the world. She was the best player in the world for many, many years. Her peak was her peak was extremely protracted. But I love watching Serena. I was uh I say all the time, when I lived in Phoenix, I was a I was a season ticket holder to the Phoenix Mercury. And absolutely love going to Mercury games. So I'm talking about Brittany Griner. And I don't know if Brittany Griner was set up by Russia. This is what I think happened. This is Lance J's opinion, not facts. I don't think that she did something sinister, meaning that she is 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 high and mighty and, and felt that she's above the law. I think that it's very possible that, that she likes to vape. People vape. Anyone who, who has that type of paraphernalia with them or carries a gun with them, you you may be in a hurry and you forgot to to dispose of your paraphernalia. I don't I don't think that she was spitting in the face of, of the Russian laws. I think it's very likely it was probably an accident and it's a trumped up charge and they're using her as a political pawn. I believe that that's likely what happened. Unfortunately, when you're traveling in another country, you got to abide by by their laws. But I'm I'm not into this. I don't I don't know if Vladimir if Vladimir Putin, this guy that, that just rolled the tanks into into Ukraine, if he wanted to detain Brittany Griner, he would have just detained her. He would have detained all of the American athletes that were over there. I don't, I don't know if I'm buying that she was singled out. I, I just personally don't buy that. But I'm also not saying that, hey, it's her fault. You're stupid. You, you, you ignore rules. I mean, people make, people make mistakes. It's likely, in my opinion, an honest mistake. And unfortunately, she's, gonna, she's seemingly paying a, a hefty price for it. I hope that, that they bring her home soon. But I'm reading this article uh, to set up the segment. I'm reading this article from The Cut, which is, which is a women's website. It's a really good website. It's, it's owned by The New Yorker. And they have, it's, it kinda like, it's kinda like a Cosmopolitan. I mean, they have, they have tips for fashion. They have uh, sex tips, relationship tips, makeup, all of that type of stuff. But this article caught my eye. I was, I was scrolling through my feed and the title of the article is Why We Need to Be Better Fans of Women's College Sports. 
and that really caught caught my eye as I was I was scrolling through my 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 time feed on Facebook the other day. And so it goes into it. Now this is a this is a a sponsored article by HR Block in the cut. And I kind of like it because they're talking about they're talking about NIL and I love talking about NIL. And HR Block is basically they're doing a symposium to say that with this NIL, there's so many young athletes that are coming into a lot of money, some of them millions of dollars, and they need to manage that from a tax perspective, which is absolutely true. Being 18 and 19 does not absolve you from the IRS. So if you're getting money, whether it's for a podcast, you're getting money for an endorsement deal, you're getting money to 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 sign footballs or, or basketballs or whatever you do, you gotta pay taxes on that. If you don't pay taxes on that, you're gonna have all sorts of problems. And the IRS, what they get about the, even if you're if you're an eight year old YouTubing about Legoland toys, you're gonna pay taxes on that money. Um, but they there there are there are some areas in the article that that were interesting. So it it goes on to say, last year, which is 2021, female athletes received fewer sponsorship opportunities and lower compensation than their male peers, according to a study from Open Doors published in late February of this year. 71 and a half percent of NCAA NI deals have gone to men. While only twenty eight and a half percent have have gone to women in an era where women were already at a disadvantage compared to to their male counterparts, a disappointing but an unsurprising development when female college athletes are already fighting for more awareness and more attendance at their games, trying to compete for brand deals adds another layer of stress. Makes sense. This is where I kind of part ways with this with this movement. One major challenge for female college athletes is the inequality and lack of visibility to our contribution and outside of our sport. Track and field athlete Masai Russell says, quote, we need more people to come to our track meets, our basketball games, or whatever the case may be. We need more people to understand the amount of work that we put into our sports. Basketball star Caitlin Clark agrees. We're all going through these same things right now. Getting more people to watch our games and support us, I think that's the biggest thing we're fighting for. And I don't, I'm not buying that. I'm not going to buy that. I, 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 I've talked about the WNBA, and I've talked about their failure to captivate and capture 10, 11, 12-year-olds that are athletes Every every twelve year old that that likes sports should have a poster of Diana Taurasi in the room. I know growing up, I had a picture of of Mike doing the kiss the rim dunk, and then I had a I had it was a Sports Illustrated poster. Then I had a Sports Illustrated poster of Sean Kemp, who was flying flying through the city of Seattle, and you had the you had the the the, the background the Space Needle and the skyline in the background of Sean Kemp. It is not the responsibility for anyone else to promote your sport other than yourself. Male, female, transgender, I don't I don't care what you identify as, whatever your religious beliefs, whatever whatever you got going on, it's your job to promote your sport. People really try to get entertainment twisted and get into a political argument and say that if you and basically you're saying if I don't want to watch and I like women's sports. Like I said, I watched the entire Final 4. For women's, I, I love going to Phoenix Mercury games. I love going to Seattle Storm games and watching Sue Bird light it up. I enjoyed it. But 
sports is entertainment. It's not mandatory. If I don't like it, I don't have to watch. Even the people that don't like the the, the Black Lives Matter movement for the NBA and the NFL at the at the height of the protest with George Floyd, if they don't like it, they don't have to watch. This whole concept that and and it's definitely sexism, it's definitely inequality. I don't I don't think that like they had the NCAA tournament during during COVID last year. They had this beautiful gym for the men and, and the women. They had basically nothing. They had they the, the women's gymnasium to get a workout in was like was was like a hotel. It was like a low low budget hotel. It's like going to a red roof inn. You had one you had one stairmaster and a, and a couple of free weights, and that's unacceptable. And I'm not. This is not a rant about men make more money and they're more relevant and they're more important and they can jump higher and run faster. I'm not even talking about that because at the end of the day, I can't name an American male tennis player over the last ten years. But I I know Venus and Serena Williams, and I'm I'm gonna pull up and watch, even as they're in their forties. I'm still gonna watch. They're my favorite athletes in that sport. I I I watched the the women's track and field. Wanted to see our girls go up against the, the the Jamaican squad, and was cheering them on during during the Summer Olympics. I think if you put a good product out there, people will watch it. It's just like in 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 modeling terms, there's a reason that Giselle Bunchen makes more money than Tyson Beckford. There's a supply and demand element. What do you do if you're at NCAA and and you are a a female student athlete? How do you promote your sport better? How do you can you use now that you have NIL? Can you use can you podcast? Can you can you promote? Can you just like HR Block is partnering up with the cut? What can you do to promote to self promote? Because in 2022, everyone has the opportunity to promote. I mean, my show is is a show that that started on YouTube with 36 listeners seven years ago. Everybody has the opportunity to promote. And the tone of this article is almost like you should be mandated to come and watch me play. You have to come support me. You have to come and watch me run track and field and come and watch me play volleyball and basketball and softball. And although I'm not saying that the athletes are inferior, I'm not saying that it's a it's a poor product, but I don't have to support you. You have to entertain me. This is not this is not religion. This is not politics. This is not a referendum on who I am as a person. I go to sports to be entertained. When I put my money down to go to a sporting event, it's to be entertained. If I go to a movie, it's to be entertained. If I go to a Broadway show or a concert, it's to be entertained. And if it doesn't entertain me, I don't have to go. And I think the attitude should shift instead of the 24-hour focus on, on how unfair it is that people don't like watching these sports or, or you're not getting the big TV deals, you're not getting the big endorsement deals. What can you do to be better? What can you do to, to make the viewing experience more interesting? Because people in America don't watch hockey. That's a great sport. In Canada, there's huge demand for it. But in America, there's no demand for it. That doesn't mean that there's some type of injustice or hatred against Canada. It just means there's not a popular sport in the United States. What can you do to harness and ensure that people want to come to the, to, to the games and come to the events, you got to get out there and stump. And with social media and with all of the opportunities out there, to me, there's no excuse. Lance J Show. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
you're a business owner in the DMV and looking to expand your consumer base, Ward 8 is now accepting applications for an amazing retail project. Incubate the 8 will feature 10,000 square feet of retail space adjacent to the Congress Heights Metro Station and located next to several key entertainment venues in Washington, D.C. To apply, go to www.stelizabetheast.com and peruse the many development initiatives taking place in the Congress Heights neighborhood. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. This man was on the track with LL, with LL and, and, and Big Smiles. That's, that's a legacy. That's hip-hop history right there. I should change it to the Rampage show. James Lewis. I'm not going to do that, though. You crazy. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.